besties, you're here. We're so glad you're tuned in again. Thanks for coming back. You want some more of that Bible? Because guess what? Abram's still on a tear. He's yeah. not dead yet. And today we're going to dive into Genesis chapter 15, but not before we thank you. Yeah, do you know what today is? You know, wait, first of all, Alex, do you know what besties do? What do besties do, Lauren? They show appreciation for one another. Oh, Lauren, if that's a, if that's a hint, I Alex, guess I do appreciate Alex, you. I appreciate the way you creatively tell the Bible. I appreciate the way you keep me on track. Thanks, besties. And besties, we appreciate how so many of you have written a review on iTunes. It's so special. Our show is launched now, and we're recording the first episode since launching, and we've already got some reviews. It's so fun hearing, Thank the, you. It's so fun hearing the feedback. And on iTunes, we have 26 ratings. 25 of them are five star. We do, though. We get it. We do have a one star review. Hey, but, that's but, fair. Uh, but we'll, we'll get there. It's fine. I'd like to just say thank you to uh, the folks who have written a review. Jay France, number one Bible Besties fan. Pastor Drew. Marshaya92, Liss Lady, Mary Ellen, MJ Hoops. A Hoops. I know. Th- I know those Weluke, two. Waluke, Waluke, Larry Boy. That was our one star review. Larry Boy. Um. I hope you still tune I love in. you. Hey, even though you gave us a one-star review, you're still our bestie. Can't stop it. Can't undo that, buddy. Can't stop, won't stop. Uh, Gummy Monster, Captain Captain Cronin, Seaman1345, Evan274, Stephanie A.H., Nick Dubrick, Actor101001, Holy Driver, R. Pierce16, Brain Trust Bros, Old Jedi Ben, Huke Doodle, and number two, Bible Besties fan, CJR. Nice. Thank you all. You forgot El Halad. Oh, well, yeah, I wrote one too. <laughs> uh, I was writing shameless. it about you. I, I, oh, you know, I was reviewing appreciation. you. I get it. I get it. Well, we're back. And that means we're continuing the story. Uh, Lauren, wouldn't you like to cue us up? What, I would. What are we doing? So besties. if you're, I need a refresher besties, so I can take off to the moon. Yeah, besties, if you're not on a treadmill or you're not riding in a car or on a bus or on a train, uh, we'd like you to pull out your Bible. You don't have to. You might want to. You don't have to. Though. You should, I'll say it. You should still read the Bible. I'm basically, I remember it pretty good. <laughs> right. So Genesis chapter 15 uh, is where we're picking up. God's covenant with Abram. Uh, before good this day. Uh, yeah. Uh, the last time we talked about our good buddy Abram, he's feeling like a million bucks because he just rescued his nephew Lot. Right. Zero dark 30. Right. He's been cracking necks. He's been, he's been yelling at kings. He's been like, deal with it, buddy. I just get what I get. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where we are. So I'm excited. So after this, Alex, starting in chapter 15, Abram kind of is is hearing a vision or seeing a vision or hearing a word from God that's kind oh, of pumping right. it's kind of pumping him up. Pep talk time. God is speaking to Abram in this vision. Don't you ever be afraid. Me? Guess who I am? I'm your shield. You? You're my instrument of goodness, grace, and mercy. And then and Abram's hearing this going, Man, I know you should have seen me there. And he's going, Yeah, buddy, this is what I'm talking about. This is what a promise is. This is what I mean when I say I'm with you. You're with me. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just, Just the, the two, two of us. us. You and I. And Abram's feeling so, like, rocked up, pumped. Because of what he just did. You remember the adventure over the fence. 
through the wire. He's getting Lot out of there. And the kings are like, who's this dope dude? And he's like, it's me, the toughest <laughs> boy that ever was. <laughs> and he's walking around his camp now like, hey, y'all, remember me? I'm that guy who executed that amazing war maneuver and rescued half of my people. And they're like, yeah, that was awesome. And then like, Five days go by, and he's like, hey, guys, remember me? I'm that tough boy who executed that amazing war maneuver. And they're like, yeah, boss. Cool. And he's like, like, ten days later, like, hey, guys, remember me? I'm that tough guy who, you know, does all the dope things. And they're like, yeah, boss, we got it. And he's like, hey, guys, remember me? And he just keeps doing this, and everyone's kind of, like, humoring him because, like, yeah, it's cool. But he, why is he bragging so much? And they're having this discussion. He got invigorated. He's 70, what, five, yeah. seven, eight years old yeah. by this point? but the shepherds are on to him, right? They're like, I think he's doing this because he's making up for something. What's he overcompensating? What's he overcompensating? There it is. He's like driving around in a Ferrari. He's like, hey, guys, remember me? The toughest, most virile 78-year-old ever. Remember when I went through Egypt and I walked out with tons of sweet stuff? Remember all that? Only someone as smart and rad as me could do that. And they're like, yeah, cool, again. And they're just, like, kind of whispering, like, he has, like, no kids. Like, none. And back then, that's, like, a sign of your, like, blessedness. Like, if he's so rad, where's your family, bro? And I think this is where Abram's kind of, like, starting to look in the mirror. And every day he'd been flexing in front of him. You know, <laughs> like, look at these pipes, my man. Hey, y'all got tickets to the gun show? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It hits him. He is overcompensating. Because he is sad. Because God had promised him, like, a lot. And God had blessed him. But he was under the impression his generations would inhabit this land. And so far, let's look at the counter. How many babies does Abram have? None. He has none. So, and he Abram, wants to share this blessing with, like, some offspring, a son, a right. daughter, someone. He wants What's to, the point of all yeah. this if he can't leave it? So he's he's kind of sad, and um, he, he says, God, uh, it's me, Abram, you know, the toughest man who ever was. <laughs> and he's upset, right? <laughs> and he's like, if you could, um, I just really want a baby. It's so sweet. Yeah. He just wants a kid. He just wants to have a child. And he's so sad. And he knows that if he were to die tomorrow, like, it go to, like, Lot or, like... Eleazar of Damascus. Who's that? It's one of his servants. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah. He knows it's going to go to someone who's not even his kid. And he's like, you gave me no kids, God, so what am I going to do? <laughs> and in case you think we're way off base here, uh, chapter 15, verse 2. The Ferrari bit didn't happen, but it's like, you know. You get it. But in verse 2, but Abram said, O sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless and the one who will inherit my estate is Eleazar of Damascus? And Abram said, you've given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my heir. I can't. Lord, I'm slaying this thing. You're doing great. So anyways, Lord says, what's that, buddy boy? Because God heard it. And God says, Abram. Oh, are you so sad? He's like, I want a baby. So sweet. And God's like, Abram, come on. Come on, let's take a walk. And Abram's like, I really don't want to. He goes, I'm tired from my mission. I'm so sad. And he's like, no, it's not for a long walk. Come on out.
Come on out. And he goes, I know you're a tough, tough, tough dude, but uh, your heart's breaking and I can see it. I can see it so clearly. And um, what he does is he says, I want you to look up. Just look up in the air. He's like, okay, God, it's going to rain some babies or something. <laughs> He's like, sort of. <laughs> he goes, look at the stars. I want you to count them. And he goes, good one. He goes, do it. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's like, let me get my glasses. Go. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> he says, try to count the stars. And Abram's like, I can't. <laughs> he goes, that's right. You can't. But that's how many babies will come from your line. Like, your generation will be so great. It's going to have everything. It's going to be everywhere. They'll never know what to do with all your descendants. Oh, man. You're right. You're right, Abram. I've been a little sidetracked lately with blessing you with all this stuff. And you're kind of griping about my timeline. And I don't. Anyways, I will, okay? You've got my attention. I will help you. And Abram's like, thanks so much, big guy. I knew you were a righteous dude. And he goes, no problem. I'll get to it. See you, in it. See you later. And he's like, wait, before you run off, um, is, there, um, is there like a... Like, so you said, like, I would inherit, like, these great lands, and I've been walking a lot. And, I mean, this is great, but, like, you haven't told me to stop, per se. Um, but, so, with this kid thing, are we talking, like, tomorrow or, like, 40 years? Like, don't, what are we going to do? And he goes, oh, oh, right. Have I not done this with you? I did promise. But, you know what? Let's have a covenant. Let's make a covenant. Let me make you a promise. Let's sign a contract. And he's like, oh, great. What's it take? And he goes, and you guys remember this. If you've listened from Noah, covenants always have a barbecue and some animal gets its head lopped off. Mm -hmm. And that's what God does. God's like, get me a veritable Brazilian steakhouse of animals. Bring me a fogo de chow. Yeah, bring me the fogo de chow, my man. I, this podcast is sponsored by, by Fogo, Fogo de, de Chow. Uh, <laughs> meat Tornado. I want a meat tornado. So bring me like a goat. Bring me like a horse. Bring me like a, a zebra. Give me like a giraffe. Give me like a hippo. Give no, me like he a, doesn't do the all whole, these animals. No, it's not all the animals. It's very on Noah. There. No? No, verse 9. So the Lord said to him, bring me a heifer. Cow, no, goat. Bring me a heifer, a goat, and a ram. Each three, basically what I said. Each three years old. Ooh, he um, wants, he, he wants along with a dove and a young pigeon. Okay, so but this is still very focused to chow. Sponsored by Focus to Chow. Okay, so they all come up and and he he gets them all. And what's he got to do? He's pulling a Noah. Remember Noah? Here comes that samurai sword. But instead of lopping its lid off, this is an this is some precision butchery. If I'm being honest, it's like toes to tip, buddy. Like. Up and down, prime meridian, slice them down the old middle, and they'll just fall apart like a cartoon and create... There it is. Here he comes. And they fall into creating a very disgusting, sweet river of blood. He lined them up like toes to butt, and like nose to butt. And just super sorted them like like the like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers cut their bad guys in two. Like woof. And they fall apart and create like a really creepy wedding aisle. 
You know, like walking down the aisle or like a, a red carpet at a movie or something. Like a Soul Train line. It's gross and full of hot, stanky blood. And he's like, oh, this is gross. But God, I did it. Uh, dinner's on. Do you want me to cook this or what? And no, no response. So he's like, okay, and I'll just wait. <laughs> so he sits down. He's like, whenever you're ready for this contract to be signed. Because the idea is they would, you know, walk down the middle of this aisle, meet each other. Maybe a little peck on the cheek. I don't know. And they go, you and me, just the two. Uh, you know the bit. They were going to do this, but God doesn't show up. And he's like, man, what like time frame does this guy operate on? And he sits there. And of course, birds show up. Which is funny. Like, I just remembered this. Do birds show up and, yeah, like, try and, to ruin his party? Yeah, in verse 11 it says, Then birds of prey came down on the carcasses, but Abram drove them away. Right. So the old man's like, Get out of here. I'm trying to have a covenant ceremony. And the birds are laughing at him. And they leave. And he sits down. And he's old. It's like rain clouds on your wedding day. Oh, man. Yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. Isn't that ironic? Okay. So he's sitting there, and he falls asleep. And this... Is where you can play like not, Harry Potter music. Not just any sleep, but a thick and dreadful darkness. That's what I was gonna him. say. It's like the the Dementors show up when he falls asleep, like ding 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 ding, like that kind of thing. Yeah, this it's is the dark. moment. This is the moment when like the mood and the spirit changes. Yes, because up until this point, it was like, okay, Abram, I'm gonna give you all these kids. Jeez, Louise, relax. I'm gonna deal it. Abram's really excited. He gets to making the barbecue, splitting the animals in half, and then all of a sudden, the storm clouds roll in. So scary and i don't know if it's a dream or what but in this is where god like speaks to him it's like when it's like at the opening of are you afraid of the dark when they throw the stuff on the fire fire, and then all of a sudden you're in an episode where they throw the cream the yeah you know what that is that's that's powdered cream creamer for like coffee really yeah well this is our this is our uh are you afraid of the dark cast um so He's in his sleep and he gets this vision and God's like, don't you worry about a thing. And what he does is he tells him like, I'm going to take you out of your land. Your people will be great and you'll be driven into Egypt Well, you'll be enslaved, but then you'll get out and then you'll inherit this. And he's like, this sounds pretty familiar. If I'm being perfectly honest, that's like my story. And he goes, no, no, no. But it's going to be like with a bunch of people and your people will be all over. It's going to be great. And he, in that, then something super Harry Potter happens in this like pot of like smoking fire floats. It appears and it passed it between the pieces. Floats down the aisle with a fiery torch, right? And this is interesting because it's like God's like, don't even wake up, sweetheart. I'm making this covenant. You don't even need to step in the yucky stuff. Just meet me here. We're going to be together. Go team. And a covenant is made. It's a deal. Right. It was done. And and, that, and it was God. God's like, don't even worry about it. I got it. But this is the part where the story is really getting thick and interesting because this is like that part in the movie where mm-hmm. a promise is made. You know, Abram is kind of told, you know, God's making this great big promise to him, but he does it by telling him, know for certain that your descendants will be strangers in a country not their own, and they will be enslaved and mistreated for 400 Ooh. years. Spoiler alert. For Exodus. 400 years. But I will punish the nation they serve as slaves, and afterward they will come out with great possessions. You, however, Abram, 
You, however, you're going to be fine, buddy. Oh, that's yeah, right. So right? the thing, it's like, oh, God, that sounds terrible. And he's like, no, 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 you'll be dead. And he's like, oh, sweet. Okay. <laughs> kind of like last time I went to eat. Kind of like last time, huh? Went pretty good for me. Not so good for my family. And it's like, yeah. And which is like, whoa. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, a covenant's made. I basically said it. Um, had a grade. How did I do? A plus. I knew it. I knew I could tell this story. You did great. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. And in your uh, Bible, this is probably referred to as God's covenant or promise with Abram. Okay. Well, fine. That's what I just said anyway. So again, you don't need to. Just listen. Don't read it. It's fine. But listeners, um, you should read your Bible and you should know that next time things are going to get Interesting. If you thought Abram did a bad job, like, being married in the story in Egypt, get ready for another doozy. Yeah. Chapter 16, we meet a uh, maidservant named Hagar and her son Ishmael. Yeah. Things are getting a little tense in the uh, old Abraham house. That's right. All right. Well, anyway, thanks for listening, besties. Look how good you're doing. You're, you just finished chapter 15. You guys are doing great. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Since we're besties now, could you do us a favor? Visit iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Also, be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Twitter and visit us at BibleBesties.com for exclusive content.